Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Brian and Mary, and this is episode 35. Yeah, so this week we have three segments for you. Segment number one, we are famous now, kind of, Gonzaga famous at least, and we will be talking about that. Um, segment number two, we're going to talk about the polar vortex and how we are very grateful that we were not part of the freezing cold weather this week. Right. And <laughs> segment number three, we're going to give you some fun facts about Super Bowl 53 because it's Super Bowl Sunday, probably when you're listening to this. Now, Brian, what has been going on in your life this week? Well, apparently everyone likes when I talk about uh, small things in my life. And luckily for you guys, I don't have big events going on in my life. Like I'm not <laughs> going anywhere crazy. Just in school. Nothing crazy is happening in school. But something did happen outside of school. So I may be allergic to either apples, bananas, or strawberries. Uh-oh. And I'm basing this off of when I took a swig, I think that's the right word, a swig of my my little mixed uh, smoothie drink type thing. Mm-hmm. Like, my throat got all sore. And I don't know if I was, like, about to die or maybe I was just already getting a little sick. Who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly fine now. But, uh, yeah, if I if I take another uh, sip of that thing, who knows what might happen. That's scary. <laughs> it is scary. But, you know, I, I, I love that drink so much. Like, Have you had it before? I've had it before. Oh, I've had, like smoothies of that type before so, okay, so I, sh- I should be okay one. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see how that, that works out uh yeah so i might be allergic to apples bananas or strawberries and on a related note a related food note i know a lot of people liked the fact that i mentioned string cheese i would just like to notify everyone <laughs> that i have finished my string cheese <laughs> and uh next time i go to the store i'll get some more because it was pretty good <laughs> Wow, I am so glad you let our listeners know. Everyone is probably pretty concerned about your string cheese intake. Um, yeah, well, you I, know, hope my, I hope it doesn't. I hope it goes up products. instead of down in the month of February. January January was a good month for your string cheese um, intake. Yes, now. yes, and you know, uh, I I don't drink a lot of milk, so this is my dairy. So I gotta get my dairy somehow. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, how about you, Mary? Uh, anything interesting happening with you this week? Um, I have one thing about food, but I will. I have three things to talk about, but only one of them has to revolve around food in my life. Um, but okay. the first one was on uh, Monday during my lunch break at work, um, some reporters from UW Medicine came to interview me, a video interview about my transition to adult care. Um, and they the interview was fine. It was just, you know normal but then afterwards they wanted to get some b-roll of me like walking around the campus and like standing at a ledge and looking out over the trees and all this stuff like a titanic shot (laughs) well no i did not stand like i was on the titanic like i'm the king of the world like that would be really weird but they basically were like stand on this you know stand at this ledge and like look over the trees and they just like got different angles of me looking and contemplating life and they had me walk slowly across campus and it was like basically right when um, a lot of students were getting lunch and so the campus center was pretty crowded and I was like walking (laughs) very slowly and no one knew why (laughs) so they probably think you're a celebrity (laughs) yeah and there's like a camera and I had like a microphone on I was like oh okay 
And then, you know, went back to being a normal civilian, went right back to work after my uh, lunch break. Oh, and shoot. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty, pretty funny. Um, and then today, Saturday, I had um, my parents gave my brother and I tickets to go see Dear Evan Hansen, which was a play that they saw when they were in New York a few years ago. And they saw it again when it came this week. But uh, Chip and I went to the play um, today and it was one of the best plays I've ever seen, honestly. Um, really good music, great actors, uh, really good talent. And before the play, though, we went to go get some lunch because it was a matinee. And um, we went and got some sandwiches. And then afterwards, um, I've been wanting to try edible cookie dough for like the longest time. I didn't have a chance to go to the place in New York that has it um, that I know about. But uh, we were just walking along and we saw this uh, food truck. I think it was called Spoon and Sugar or Sugar and Spoon. And um, some UW grads started this company and they had edible cookie dough and it was so, so good. So just honestly a great day overall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> edible cookie dough and a play. What more can you ask for? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, What was the, what was the play about? Was it, I'm assuming it was a musical, but yeah, what was so like was the story? Musical. Basically it's about a high schooler who um, he's really anxious and um, he is trying to make a connection with his, you know, peers his, in high school and he kind of mm-hmm. like, I don't really want to give too much away, but okay, okay, uh, yeah, it's just I'd recommend going to see it if you it's in your city. Uh, and okay, so that's dear Miss Dear Evan Hansen. Yep, dear Evan Hansen, and I mean if you want to look up the story, you can online, but don't really want to give it away. But super talented okay. cast and really cool sets uh, with like social media messaging like going off going around in the background so yeah so i'm excited to get into this episode can't wait to tell everyone about um, how we're famous and also um, shout out to any of our new listeners who are listening to this podcast because of the article that came out about us this week So for our first segment, we wanted to talk about um, a super exciting thing that happened to us uh, this week. Um, Back in December, November or December, our family friend Cynthia Flash of Flash Media Services, she pitched an idea um, to Gonzaga News Service um, to write an article about us and so in our podcast. And so um, then a student... Matthew Kincannon, he is a senior at Gonzaga. He um, called, we had a call with him and he interviewed us about our podcast and uh, um, the article came out this week and we're on the Gonzaga website front page right now and it's been super awesome. Uh, Brian, what do you have to say? Yeah, so how the process worked was he, we both did a joint interview with him. He asked uh, a couple of questions and then uh, he had to do the follow-up questions based off our, our comments, basically explaining how the podcast worked. And and then uh, the article came out a couple weeks later. And if you want to read this article, you can go on our, our Sass Stories and Sarcasm Facebook page. We have a, a link posted for you guys. Yeah, and I'll also put it, um, the link in the d- description of this episode as well. But uh, it's just super cool to... Uh 
you know, get some... Be famous. Yeah, we're Gonzaga famous. I feel pretty famous. How about you, Brian? Yeah, uh, this is definitely... You know, I don't have a lot of articles written about me. I mean, I probably should, but, you know, this is the only one, I think. Maybe I had one in high school, but this is definitely one that was centered around me, you, and the podcast. Yeah. And that was that was really cool. Yeah, it's a really cool experience, and I feel like next time I go to a Gonzaga alumni event or something, and then might see a, a few people coming up to me and asking for yeah, photos. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you might have a statue right next to a Pangos and everyone else that was great Zags. <laughs> I mean, Pangos doesn't have a statue yet, but... <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, and I really don't think that I will for a podcast, but... You, know. you never know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, pretty. It feels pretty good to be Zag famous. Um, you know how Brian had a class with Rui last semester, and Rui's on the Gonzaga homepage as well. So I was telling Brian, like, it's pretty awesome to be uh, right next to one of the Zag greats um, who's currently on the team, right next to his article about how he's learning English. Um, yeah. You know, just equal equal subject matter, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you know. Our faces are right next to his, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just pretty ecstatic about this. This, this is great. <laughs> yeah, super ecstatic, but, I mean, Brian hasn't shared it on his Facebook yet. Still waiting well, I, for that. Go call me out. I'll, <laughs> I'll share it. Don't worry, everyone. I will share it. Okay, yeah. I mean, all my friends and family know about it, but I don't know about yours. Yes, they definitely do. Uh, they just don't go on Facebook. <laughs> but I, I will share it so all my all my high school friends can see it. Yeah. Got to, you know, tell everyone how you've experienced games since exactly. you graduated. Um, thanks again to uh, Cynthia Flash for uh, pitching the idea to Gonzaga and for Matthew Kincannon for writing the article. It was great, um, great to work with them. And yeah. yeah, it was just great all around experience. Yeah. And go Zags. Go Zags. Okay, so I don't know if you guys heard, but there was a siren in the previous segment right as we were closing out, and I have no idea what that was. It was I think it was a police car just chasing some guy speeding, and, uh, you know, that's just classic Spokane. Probably going <laughs> to see it on Cops in a few months on that show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyways. Um, so for our next segment, we're going to be talking about the polar vortex, and um, I just have some facts, and Mary, you can comment on this if you'd like. Sure. Um, so you could get frostbite in as little as five minutes. Um, it will be warmer in Antarctica than it will be in, oh, in Des Moines. So everyone originally assumes Antarctica is like the coldest place in the world. But nope, Des Moines, Iowa is colder. <laughs> yeah, it's been <laughs> for, like, especially with the wind chill and all that lately this week. Um, remember sophomore year of college? Uh, so in 2000, January, February 2014, we had um, really bad wind chill in Spokane. It was like negative 25 degree wind chill for about two weeks. Uh, yes. yes. And, you know, it was kind of the worst. And like um, on every outside of every residence hall, there was a sign that said, you know, you can get frostbite in like 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. Or it was like 10 minutes because it wasn't quite as cold as it has been in other places. Um, right. And. Like, I was like, great, it takes me 15 minutes to walk to class. Thanks a lot. But Uh-oh. <laughs> on the bright side, on the bright side, when we were waiting outside for basketball games during that time, then they just, like, let us come inside because, you know, it was way too cold. 
Anyways, yeah, sorry. This I, is just I, my experience with the cold weather that I've the coldest weather I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna I was gonna say I remember one time we were camping out for a basketball game mm-hmm. or tenting out, and they sent everyone back to their dorms because it was too cold and yeah, they didn't want your. Yeah, they they didn't want to be responsible for uh you know multiple uh sicknesses. Yeah, and I can't imagine like that was like again the coldest weather i've ever experienced in my life but it's been so 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 much colder around the country than it even was then so what are some yeah. other facts so more facts will be um more than 50 million this is going to affect more than 50 million people in our country wow and so so that's that's a lot of people um chicago the last time chicago faced temperatures as low as this was more than 30 years ago and uh, so Chicago Wednesday night, it was minus 26 degrees Fahrenheit. What? That's pretty cold. Wait, plus that wind is, chill, that, that's probably even colder. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, they said uh, uh, with wind chill, it feels more like minus 55. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that would feel like. I don't know if you'd have feelings, like you'd be able to feel that. But yeah. that's pretty cold. Um, yeah. So thousands of flights have also been canceled. Yeah. So everything's sense. just uh, kind of just being thrown all over the place in mm-hmm. terms of everyone's plans. Hundreds of schools have been canceled. I, I'm I'm sure that the students are probably happy that they're being canceled. But the thing is, but, like, there's uh, a difference between like a snow day and like like it's you might die it, day. Yeah, yeah, you can't really go outside and like play in the snow when it's that cold. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You have to stay inside. Also, which... the snow would be more like ice. Like it would. We wouldn't be able to like make a snowball as easily. Yeah, that's just true. Frozen over. And don't throw icicles at people. That's dangerous. Thank you for that, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, everything in the middle middle of the country is pretty much uh, frozen. And I actually read a separate article that was really interesting. Basically, there's supposed to be an 80 degree swing. So it's supposed to go from like negative 25 up to like 60 degrees wow. up until next week. And this, while you would think this is a good good thing, you know, uh, because it's getting back to regular spring type temperatures, uh, this could cause all the snow and ice to melt very rapidly and lead to dangerous flooding. So uh, don't don't just think all your problems are over the second it stops being cold because uh, you might get swept away by a, a flood. So this is thank you for that information again, Brian. I know you have had a lot of experience with cold weather being like living in Los Angeles for a good portion of your life. So yeah, yeah. you know, below fifty is pretty cold for me. <laughs> that's the thing. Like even California lately has been having cold weather, cold for them weather. And yeah. so the polar vortex kind of even goes towards them. Even uh-huh. it's been raining and a little bit colder than they're used to. Again, nothing like the Midwest or anything or even yeah. the East Coast at all. But to them, it's cold. I saw a map online this week, and it was like a map of the United States. The entire U.S. was just like – so it was like polar vortex. And then in Washington and Oregon, it said um, measles because there's been a measles outbreak in the Pacific Northwest. And so, again, we're not going to get – we're not supposed to get as much – cold weather it might snow in the next few days at least in seattle but it's not supposed to be like deadly cold weather like it has been everywhere else 
in the country, but now we have to deal with the measles and colder weather. Put on some warm clothes because it's going to get cold. <laughs> yeah. And don't wear basketball shorts. And don't wear basketball shorts. That's for you, Brian. That was not for everyone else. Everyone else knows well, that already. Well, you know, I have not been wearing basketball shorts. I, I do have a little uh, guilty uh, comment, I must add. What? You know, I, I do. I've been wearing jeans and sweats and everything nice and warm when I go outside. But I have to admit, you know, jeans are just uncomfortable. So when I come back inside and it's nice and warm, I do switch into a little bit more basketball shorts types of uh, clothing. So okay, I well. for that. While you're wearing your nice basketball shorts, just think of people across the country freezing, literally oh, freezing. Yes. So very now you're making me feel bad. Yeah, that's the point. Well, again, okay. everyone literally stay warm this week yes. all across the country and warm thoughts for you and your friends and family. <laughs> Okay, so for our third segment, we're going to be going over uh, Super Bowl 53, which is going to be this Sunday, which is tomorrow. We're recording this podcast Saturday night, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be going over some football-related facts, and then Mary's going to be going over some, as she put it, actually interesting facts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, here are the football facts. Uh, Super Bowl 53 is going to be played by the Patriots against the Rams. Now, the Patriots are the i would say most experienced football team to be in the super bowl Mm -hmm. they have been to the super bowl eight times with their star quarterback tom brady and his record is five and three in the super bowl which is pretty good so 50 percent win rate the rams however their last appearance was in 2000 and in 2002 so that's almost like 20 years ago but they weren't even in los angeles at that time they're basically you know yeah it's kind of different they were in st louis and i gotta say you know just moving to Los Angeles, things things help people out. It helps them out, you know. Uh, it's it's easier to play football because it's nice and sunny and it's not snowing all over the place. But they also have to play road games where they're yeah they do in the snow, so, so it really doesn't make a difference. That that's true, but Anyways. you know maybe maybe it makes them enjoy practice a little bit more because okay. they're not freezing. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, so this this is really a story of a current football dynasty and the Patriots versus an up-and-coming potential dynasty in the Rams, because the Rams have finally started looking good in the last two years out of their last, like, since they've uh, moved. Mm -hmm. And uh, I personally should be going for the Rams. I think I'm going to be going for the Rams because they're from Los Angeles, and I guess I should root for them as well, just because I'm from Los Angeles. Although I do not really follow football. Weren't you born in St. Louis, though? I was born in St. Louis. So, so, yeah, I'll go for the Rams. Okay, yeah, over, yeah, you're right. Um, and my last fact before we get to Mary's actually interesting facts yes. is the experience matchup between the quarterbacks. Tom Brady is 41, which is pretty old to be a professional athlete. Yeah, that's true, and, especially uh, football. Especially football. I mean, quarterbacks don't really uh, I know, but run like still. as much as everyone else, but they do get hit mm-hmm. if uh, their defensive uh, line uh, – if the def- defense doesn't uh, protect for them. And uh, I, I don't want to see a 40-year-old, one-year-old getting s- crushed and his already dusty bones being shattered. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, the, the L.A. Rams uh, quarterback is 24 years old, and he's one of the youngest in the Super Bowl. So this is a, a 41-year-old versus 24-year-old. The experience gap is pretty large. But mm-hmm. like I said, let's go Rams. And 
Mary, enlighten us with some actually interesting facts. Well, before we start with my facts, I want to just tell everyone that I really don't care about the game tomorrow. I'm in it for, let me see, the food, the halftime show, and the commercials. Actually, the commercials are the number one reason I'm in this because I find that to be the most interesting part. I'm also really excited for the halftime show with Maroon 5. Uh, Anyways, um, I have four facts, and they're actually interesting because I really only root for the Seahawks and the Seahawks were not that great this year. So I, therefore I didn't really care about the NFL this year. Um, okay. Fair enough. According to the U S department of agriculture, Super Bowl Sunday is America's second largest food consumption day. Only Thanksgiving day beats it. Now, Brian, you said you were surprised about this because yes. you thought Christmas would come, um, second, but I think this is accurate because, I just feel like, I don't know, Christmas, everyone has their own type of traditions about what they eat and stuff, but with think, with a Super Bowl, you know, it's it's pizza, it's wings, it's junk food, um, typically. And potato chips or whatever. Yeah, salsa, <laughs> chips and chips. salsa. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's stuff. accurate. So everyone, get ready to pig out, enjoy yourself. This is the second largest food consumption day. You are not alone in this food eating experience <laughs> tomorrow. Um, number well, that's two. Good. Now I don't have to feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. Well, eating um, copious amounts of string cheese. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just go, just eat as much string cheese as you want and have no regrets. Okay. Um, number two, the priciest tickets to Super Bowl one, which was played on January 15th, 1967, cost $12.00 which is, wow, you can barely get to any sort of That's entertainment. like parking. Yeah, <laughs> not even. Parking's more yeah. expensive. Um, anyways, in- adjusted for inflation, that's the equivalent of about $89 today. And even at that cheap price, that event, Super Bowl One, didn't even sell out. Um, but if you're thinking about buying tickets for this year's event, which I think it sold out, so also you're probably listening this day of or after the Super Bowl. But... Be prepared to shell out at least $2,300 per ticket. Now, wow. <laughs> again, I would just go to a Maroon 5 concert and that ticket would probably be like $100 and you'd be saving yourself $2,200 and it'd be probably more fun. And I think watching the Super Bowl from home, again, never been to the Super Bowl in person, but uh, you got to watch the commercials. And when you're there, I don't know what you do during the ad breaks. Uh, you go to the bathroom, Mary. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Aren't you supposed time. to be just like drinking beer? I mean, that stuff makes you go to the bathroom. That's true. Okay. In <laughs> 1993, Michael Jackson's halftime performance had higher ratings than the game itself. And like, again, I'm in it for the halftime show and probably most Americans are. If their team isn't playing, then you're just in it to watch the commercials and the halftime show. Yeah, it's more, it's more of a, a social event just to eat food shamelessly and watch uh, funny commercials during the halftime show. Exactly. <laughs> now, my last fact uh, is CBS is charging over $5 million for a 30-second spot in the game this year, which is about how much it cost last year, too. So every single time you watch a 30-second ad tomorrow, just count up how much money that company spent to show that 30 seconds to everyone that's just wow. crazy five 
five million for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. They they had better have been putting a lot of good uh, marketing teams into making the perfect ad. Oh yeah, that's a five million dollar ad. <laughs> this is probably the biggest. This is the biggest uh, day for adverti- TV advertisements of the year. Yeah. So, um, and then next week, I think we should go over some you know facts, advertising facts, and um, what commercials we liked and disliked. And so, be on the lookout for that type of stuff next week. And, yeah, Brian, enjoy the game tomorrow. Hope your Rams you. win, and I hope you get a ton of string cheese. Yes, thank you. You you, you too, Mary. In, enjoy whatever food you want to eat. I probably and, won't uh... have string cheese, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere else you like to listen to podcasts so that new episodes will be available as soon as you release new content. And please leave us a review on iTunes and we'll give you a special shout out as, uh, on the next podcast. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sassstoriessarcasm and on Instagram at sassstoriessarcasm. Once again, thanks for listening and enjoy the Super Bowl. Yep. <laughs>